Samoa Smith Machine, Samoa Joe, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Nation. Welcome to another episode of Pro Wrestling Nation. I, of course, am your host. My name is Funky Samadina. Dude, I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to be recording this right now. Although it's hot as fuck in my garage. I don't know how Mark Marin does it. I want to be the next Mark Marin, but I think I need an AC in my garage. Because it is hot as shit in here. Anyway, what's up, you guys? So the reason why I'm so excited to be here is because I didn't do a podcast for like three or five months or something like that, and I'm totally like embarrassed about it because I'm whack like that. But the whole thing is, is last week I did an episode of Pro Wrestling Nation where it was just me, like this one, and I'm talking about Double or Nothing, the pay-per-view, the AEW show, Double or Nothing, AEW Double or Nothing. I was talking about that. And, like, I don't know if anybody listened to it. Go listen to it. It was fun. It was a good, a good thing. Um, a lucha thing. I don't know if anybody listened to it, and I really don't care at this point. Because it just felt good for me to put an episode up and for it to, like, load on my podcast app. And just to see that I did that. So, like, even if nobody listens to this, I mean, I want people to listen to it, right? Listen to it, please. Um, I guess I guess if you're listening to it, you're not my target demographic to beg to listen to it. Um, don't listen to it, please. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know, though, you know? It just felt good to do an episode and to be super cool like that. And it was nice. And it was a change of pace for my life. And it's something that, like, I, you know, I talked about being positive last time. I talked about positivity talked about doing good things for myself and for other people and like this is a really good thing for myself it made me feel really good to just have that episode be there and just upload and and look at it on my phone and go i did that i made that now i know how parents feel you know it's like i created that that used to be part of me and now it's never mind okay okay i went too far you guys i went too far i talked about double or nothing last time And so today, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about World Wrestling Entertainment Presents Premium Live Event, Hell in a Cell. So, for okay, first first of all, first of all, why does it got to be a premium live event? Why can't it just be Hell in a Cell? You know, like, you can still, I know I said this last week, you can still call it a pay-per-view. Because you're still paying to view it, right? It's still on Peacock Network. It's not like it's free now. It's not like Vince McMahon's coming to your house and being like, here's a here's a premium event DVD that you can't get anywhere else, brother or pal. Here you go, pal. You know, Vince ain't doing that shit. So it's still, in my books, it's still a pay-per-view uh, because you're paying to view it. I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous, like the wording and stuff and then speaking of wording what what did wwe do they just learned the word hell like wwe is like that kid who got permission to say hell because he can't say shit or fuck it's like oh hell 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 i'll beat the hell out of you oh hell in a cell hell in a cell oh hell 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 i mean i know they've been doing hell in a cell since 1998 i know that and i know that they've been doing a pay-per-view for oh 10 years i don't know how long but it just seems so like 
manufactured. Like 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 everything that WWE does now seems very manufactured. You know, I don't know. Does it? It does to me, kind of. Um, I guess Roman's cool now, head of the table, head of the class, and so let's get let's get down to the nitty gritty on this Hell in a Cell thing, shall we? So I didn't even know Hell in a Cell was coming up tomorrow on Saturday. I just like saw online Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. And I was like, what? Holy shit, right? Because honestly, if you would ask me like last week when Hell in a Cell was. I probably would have said, it's in October. Duh. You know? Because when I think of Hell in a Cell, I think of October. Um, I think that's when it is. You know? When it's supposed to be. When it used to be. Uh, I still think they should also get some kind of Halloween theme. Oh, so check this out. I was listening to Bruce Pritchard kind of... uh, What's the word? Debate Conrad Thompson. And Conrad said something about Halloween Havoc. You know, why don't you guys use Halloween Havoc? You know, this is before uh, it was on NXT, I guess. And Bruce Pritchard said, because Halloween Havoc is not a worldwide thing. It's only a United States thing, and we're a worldwide brand. And I was like, holy shit, mind blown. That's true. Anyway, I looked at the card of Hell in a Cell. Okay, I looked at it. And I said, what a pitiful excuse for a wrestling show, you guys. What a pitiful excuse for a wrestling show. You know, like, really? Really, This these matches? Really? You know, Finn Balor and AJ Styles and Liv Morgan against the Judgment Day? And let's talk about the Judgment Day for a minute. When did you start naming groups after wrestling pay-per-views, you know? After WWE pay-per-views. I'm waiting for No Mercy and No Way Out to come along as a group. Who's going to be the the leader of Cyber Sunday or the group that's called Great Balls of Fire? Who's going to be in those groups? I don't know. I'm just waiting to see what happens, you guys. Um, so Judgment Day, yeah, they're cool, I guess. Uh, what else is happening? Cody versus Seth and Helen and Cell is the main event. You know, I was looking at it, and I was just like, eh, this is a terrible show, right? So I tweeted out, telling a cell looks like an awful show. And then somebody tweeted me back and said, what's so awful about it? And I'm like, you fucking Mark, you know, like in my head. I didn't say anything back because you're like, why bother, you know? But, like, the card, the card is what makes it look awful. The matches, the creative, the direction, you know, not the wrestlers, not the production value, you know, not like other things. It's, it's the creative direction of the show that's bad. Elias, I'm sorry, Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens in a liar, liar, pants on fire match. I just made that last part up. But like, come on, it's kind of true, you know? And so, I don't know. I I, I said that, and then the person said, well, what looks makes it look shitty to you? And then I didn't say anything back, but I was honestly thinking, the fucking matches, you stupid fuck, you know? Um, But, like, the thing is, is okay, well, you know what? Maybe it'll give me an opportunity to review something, right? Maybe something cool will happen. Maybe I'll just watch it. It was a cool show. Let's go over it, you guys. Uh, It was a cool show, WWE Hell in a Cell. Or as I like to call it, Heck in a Cell. You guys, WWE Heck in a Cell. Um, I remember earlier in the day, I was playing TW. Uh, it was pretty much my TW weekend. I was a little bit depressed, and I was just kind of like, just being lazy the whole weekend. And I just basically just hibernated in my room. And I just played TW all weekend. And I watched wrestling. And uh, we watched a little bit of the George Carlin documentary. And a few other things, you know, like always, always, always kill Tony. We always watch Kill Tony. New episodes of Kill Tony, old episodes of Kill Tony. We always watch Kill Tony. Um, but yeah, so I just spent the weekend just kind of hibernating in my room, playing TW mostly, and just watching Hell in a Cell. Heck in a Cell. I remember um, I forgot about it, and I was like, I was like, oh, shit, Hell in a Cell, you know? And uh, I put on the pre-show, and it was about 45 minutes until it started. So I just kind of sat there and just chilled, you know, put on my game, sat at the computer, just kind of listened to TV. And then Hell in a Cell came on, and I was like, you know what? Let's get comfortable. Let's watch Hell in a Cell. Heck 
in a black. I don't know. I just made that up. Let's get comfortable. Let's watch Hell in a Cell. So, I put on Hell in a Cell. The first match out the gate is uh, Becky Lynch versus Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Now, these are three phenomenal wrestlers. Three people that I am emotionally invested in. And three people that I do like to watch. And for some reason, recently, the last year or two, I've been more into watching women's wrestling than men's wrestling. I just feel like there's something that, that... the, about women's wrestling that men just can't capture. I don't know. Um, maybe because, like, it just looks like it hurts more. I don't know. Um, they're more bendy. I don't know. But um, it just it just seems more... Uh, I don't want to say real, but, like, interesting. I don't know. Anyway, so the first match came on. It was Bianca versus Becky versus Asuka. Uh, it was a really good match. You know, I really enjoyed it. I sat there and I, I watched it. And the ending came when uh, uh, Becky hit her finisher on Asuka. And, and then Bianca came back and pushed Becky out of the ring and pinned Asuka. Something like that, right? The, yeah, the manhandle slam. And then Bianca threw Becky out. And then Bianca pinned Asuka. That was cool. That was a good match. I give it 150 stars. You know, 150 stars for that. Um, I have a star rating, you guys. But, like, it's more like, uh, whose line is it anyways? Uh, the points are obsolete and they don't even matter. Or the, the the points are made up and they don't matter. Same with my star ratings, guys. My star ratings are completely made up. I just made them up, like, right now, too. Um, so that match lasted, like, 18 minutes and 55 seconds. So it was actually a pretty long opening match for the Raw Women's title. So, so good on them. Uh, the second match came and we saw Bobby Lashley defeat almost an MVP uh, in a two-on-one handicap match, he ended up making MVP submit because at one point Cedric Alexander came in and attacked. So before the match happened, um, Cedric Alexander approached MVP and almost. It was like, "What's up, dogs? Let's do this shit, dogs!" And then uh, MVP's like, "Bro, bro, you fucking suck. Like, what are you doing around us?" And then almost like, "Get the stepping fool." And so then Cedric left. Right, and then uh, he went out there almost went out there for his match against Bobby Lashley. And I guess Cedric came out. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really pay much attention to this match. I'm not a big fan of almost like to me, he's like the next great colleague. You know, he's just like this big dude that can't really take a bump, and he's just gonna like win the world title by standing on your chest. Like, putting one foot on your chest because he can't even get down and pin you. Like, that kind of guy? Like, why? What's the point, you know? Like, professional wrestling is supposed to be larger-than-life athletes. I guess not necessarily athletes, entertainers. But, like, we want to see athletes. That's what we want to see. I don't want to see a guy that can't get down and pin somebody. Like, why Why would that even be a thing that you want to see, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, Cedric came out. He attacked almost. Almost chased him off. Bobby Lashley got MVP in the Hurt Lock. And I think they should call it the Hurt Locker. Because that's a movie. And then he made him tap out. The, uh... The Hurt Business is gone. And it's never coming back. And that makes me kind of sad. I like the Hurt Business. I think... They should... Because almost is not good. On his own. He's not even good with MVP. I think they should have just added him to the Hurt Business. Why did they even, like, break them up? Why did they even make... Who wants to see a babyface Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley... There's two guys that should not be babyface. Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Like, those two are badass MMA dudes. And they're gonna fuck you up. And, like, they're scary. And they should be scary. And they should be intimidating. And they should be have a chip on their shoulder like that's who they should be like it just doesn't make sense to me like i know i was watching raw tonight i'll get into that a little later and bobby lashley came out and they were chanting like bobby bobby but like they were really into it and like i guess people want to see it i don't i don't want to see a baby face bobby lashley i want to see bobby lashley be healed i want to see bobby lashley fuck shit up you know all right let's keep this thing let's keep this train moving along there was no real big surprises at Hell in a Cell. 
Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Ezekiel in 9 minutes and 20 seconds. So, like, this is like a liar, liar, pants on fire match because Kevin Owens beats him. It's, it's, it's an okay match. It's okay. I like Ezekiel better than Elias. But, like, Elias for me is somebody who I never, ever, ever wanted to see. I would turn my TV off. I would change the channel. You know, like, I'm not into musical stuff, like musical wrestlers. Like, that's why. What's the point? You know, Elias was really annoying. But, like, Ezekiel's also annoying. But he's a little bit less. Just because he doesn't have the guitar and he doesn't sing. And he doesn't that stupid, like, um, how does it go? Uh, I don't remember what he used to say. I mean, walk with Elias. But he says something else, like, WWE, when I do this, you do this, and when I do that, you do that. I don't know. He did some weird stuff, and I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I, I don't like pandering. I don't like, you know, getting the crowd to, like, do what you, I don't know. I just didn't like Elias, and I don't like Ezekiel, but I like him better than Elias, you know? Thank you. Here, a liar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, liar, liar, pencil, fire match. Kevin Owens pins him. And he's like, it proves that he's Elias. That proves that he's Elias. I don't know how that proves that he's Elias. Just because you beat him. Just because you beat him doesn't mean you can tell his truth and you can, like, tell his narrative. I mean, it's true. But why would that mean anything? Next on the list. The Judgment Day. Edge. Damian Priest. And Rhea Ripley defeated AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan by pinfall in 16 minutes. You know, mixed mixed person tag team matches are always a little bit messy and clunky. Because it's kind of hard to say, okay, the men fight the men and the women fight the women. And then there's like two men on each side. There's one woman on each side. And if the woman tags in, then the woman has to, the other woman has to go in. And if a man tags in, you know, it's all, it's all like weird, right? It's all clunky. And it's all like kind of like a little bit just complicated, I guess. I don't know. This match was, this match was okay. This match was pretty good. Um, we saw a lot of cool things happen in this match. I don't know, you know, uh, Rhea Ripley was wearing this cool purple top, and then apparently she tweeted out like after the show that uh, when you don't have your gear, you do what you can, or something like that, right? So I guess she lost her gear or something. I don't know. Uh, so this match came to an end when uh, Finn Balor went up to the top rope for the coup de gras, and Rhea Ripley stood in front of him, and she's like, nope, nope, nope. And she finally moved, or no, Liv got rid of her. Liv moved her. And then um, Finn went for the for the move, and then Edge got out of the way. And then there's this whole thing. Edge speared him, pinned him, one, two, three. It was a really cool-looking ending. Uh, it, it was really neat. I, I enjoyed it. That was cool. That was a cool ending. I don't know, though. You know, I just... There's these people who I just don't like, right? Uh... Ezekiel, Elias, whatever, Elias, um, Damian Priest is one of them, I just don't like him, Omos, like, there's just people I just don't want to watch, and I just don't like them, I don't know why, I don't know what's going on, I just, I see them, and I go, oh, and I just change the channel, or I just leave the room, or something, you know, uh, so Damian Priest is one of those guys, like, the whole bow and arrow thing is just so silly and ridiculous, I just can't get over it, I just can't, the archer of infamy, um, oh my gosh. This match was good, though. Uh, this was a good match. Uh, Judgment Day picked up the win. Judgment Day needed the win just because they're still trying to establish themselves, you know, as a group. Their new group, their Edge's new group. Hey, these guys are Edge's new group. And these guys, their Edge's new group. And I will talk more about them when I get into this Raw. All right, let's keep this thing moving along. Who is next on my list here? I'm just doing this like it's a comedy show. Who's next on the list? Uh, the next comic coming to the stage. Madcap Moss versus Happy Corgan. Madcap Moss wins in 12 minutes and 5 seconds in a no-holds-barred match. I have so many beefs with this match. Okay, so Riddick Moss, 
Madcap Moss is one of the guys on my list that I just don't like. And Baron Corbin is also on my list. I've never liked him from day one. I've never liked Baron Corbin. Now, so these are two guys that I could completely just erase. But I was sitting there. I was watching Hell in a Cell. And I had nothing better to do. So I watched it. This was actually a really good match. Uh, Madcap Moss did really well. Uh, he impressed me, actually. I remember the old Riddick Moss. I want to say, I don't remember who it was, but I want to say that uh, in developmental, uh, Riddick Moss did a really bad botch and he hurt somebody, and then I hated him forever. I don't remember who it was, but I do remember just the feeling of hating Riddick Moss because he hurt somebody. I don't remember who it was. I think it was when he was teaming up with Tino Sabatelli. And I feel like they hurt somebody. I don't remember who, but, like, that doesn't matter, right? I just remember that that happened, and I fucking hate Riddick Moss. Um, but that being said, one, number one, okay? What the fuck is a madcap, and why the fuck is that his name? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Madcap Moss? Is there a reason? And it's not even Moss. They dropped the Moss. It's just Madcap now. Why? Why have a one-word name? Why have a stupid name like Madcap? I mean, as much as I don't like him, why don't they just call him, hmm, I don't know, Riddick Moss? Why can't you just call him Riddick Moss? Or make up a new fucking name for him, like Max Dupree, which is a stupid name. Max Dupree? L.A. Knight is the stupidest name I've ever heard, until I heard Max Dupree. Okay, um, I don't know where that came from. Uh, that just kind of happened. Uh, anyway... Number two, Happy Corbin? Why the fuck do you call him Happy Corbin? You know how stupid it sounds? From the go, oh, here comes Happy. Happy with the comeback. Oh, Happy falls out of the ring. Like, why? Why? He's not happy. There's nothing, he doesn't make anybody happy. There's nothing happy about him. Like, he's stupid. Why don't you call him Happy, quote-unquote, Happy Baron Corbin? Why don't you try that? Why don't you call him, quote-unquote, Madcap? Make Madcap his nickname. It's Madcap Riddick Moss. Like, why? Why not, right? What's so hard about that? Why do you make people have stupid names? <sighs> you guys, that was my rant about Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin's name. But, oh, boy, you ain't heard nothing yet. No holds barred. No holds barred. I'm sorry, okay? I am a wrestling fan my entire life. I grew up watching wrestling. I consider myself, like, you know, not like an expert, of course, because I've never, like, done it, but, like, somebody who knows a little bit about the thing, right? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Hitting somebody with a steel chair is not a hold. That's not a hold. No holds barred is when... You can do holds that are barred, like the pile driver. A pile driver is legal in a no holds barred match because typically the pile driver is a hold that's barred. Not a not weapons. This is not a no DQ. Why is no why is no holds barred one DQ and two? I'm sorry, no DQ and two false count anywhere. I think because there was a false count anywhere match. I think that was it. I'm pretty sure that that was a false count anywhere match. Because they're like, oh, it was a false count anywhere match, but it ended the ring. <laughs> I forgot what match that was, but I think that was that one. Um, yeah, that's so stupid. No holds barred does not mean no, no, no disqualification. No holds barred does not mean no disqualification. It does. It does, obviously, but it shouldn't. It should not mean that. It should mean holds that are barred. No holds barred means that no holds are barred from the match. Hitting somebody on the head with a steel chair is not a hold. That's a weapon, and that should be a motherfucking disqualification. Whatever. Riddick Moss won his freedom. Riddick Moss won his freedom. What is he, Wardlow? What is he, Wardlow now? All right, all right. I'm getting so angry now. I'm getting so angry, you guys. I'm so angry I could spit. <clears throat> Another guy whose name I'm not happy about is Theory. Why? Theory? Okay, that's a stupid name. It's a cool name. If your name if your first name is Austin 
and your last name is Theory. It's pretty fucking cool. But if your name is just Theory, like, it sounds stupid. Uh, Theory beat Mustafa Ali. It was Chicago. It was Mustafa Ali's home crowd. He wants... Just release the guy already. Just let him go. He wants to be released. Just release him. Why do you hold people hostage? Just release the guy. He doesn't want to be there. Just let him go. Let him leave. Ugh, okay. We're getting closer to the end of the show, you guys. In fact, uh, this U.S. title match was the feature act. It was the uh, the uh, semi-main event. So let me tell you, the the match before the match, the match before the main event, Theory versus Mustafa Ali. And I feel like they weren't even calling him Mustafa Ali. I feel like they were calling him something else this whole time. Like Mulafa or Mufasa. I don't know. They were calling him a different name, though. It really felt like they were not calling him uh, Mustafa Ali. It did not feel like that. It felt like they were calling him a different name. Uh, although Wikipedia does not reflect that. Wikipedia just reflects that his name is Mustafa Ali. What if I click on his name? Yeah, WWE Mustafa Ali. I guess maybe I was just hearing things. Maybe. Maybe... They were calling him Mustafa Ali. It doesn't say he went by anything else, so I guess so. All right. Anyway, um, so basically what I'm saying is, like, when Mustafa Ali and Austin Theory is the match before the main event, like, you're, you're it's not a good show. You know, it's not a good show. Uh, where's Ronda Rousey, right? Where's Roman Reigns? Where is, uh, I guess that's as far as the pool goes, because Brian Danielson's gone, John Moxley's gone, Chris Jericho's gone. You know, you could have had Adam Cole, he's gone. You could have had Red Dragon, they're gone. Keith Lee is gone. Swerve Strickland is gone. Like, all these guys that you could have had that are stars are going somewhere else. You could have had Tony Storm in a big match at Hell in a Cell. But where is she? She's in AEW, just with Ruby Soho and with... Um, I don't know all these other people that you re- that okay. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just going on this tangent. But WWE releases all their good people. You know, like I don't know. They still have a lot of good people. They just don't utilize them well enough. They, this could have been a lot better. The matches could have been put together better. They could have been better built. Let's hope Money in the Bank is a little bit different. So main event time. Hell in a Cell. We got we got Seth freaking Rollins who comes out in the yellow polka dots. He comes out looking like the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Seth freaking Rollins comes out with the polka dots, and uh, he's just playing mind games, just like when he fought Roman and he come out in the shield gear. He's just playing those mind games. Man, Seth Rollins has the trickiest pants in the business, you guys. Seth Rollins' pants are smarter than half the roster in WWE. I just don't get it, man. I feel like Seth Rollins' pants could become world champion all by themselves. They're they're pretty good. They have a good game plan, you guys. Um, Cody comes out. Uh, they they mentioned earlier in the show that he had an injury. I didn't really pay enough attention to really hear what it was, uh, but I found out later on in the night that he had uh, torn his pectoral muscle, and his whole chest was like bruised. He has, like, bruise. If you haven't seen it, then I don't know who the fuck you are or where the fuck you are because everybody's seen that shit. He had this bruise coming out of his armpit all the way down his pectoral muscle. Like, he had this bruise across his chest. It was vicious. If you haven't seen it, go fucking see it. Um, you know what to do. Just type in Cody Rhodes Hell in a Cell. Something. Go find it. You'll see it. Go look on YouTube. I don't know. You'll find it. Just go, go to your local bookstore walk over to the magazine section find the wwe magazine and maybe cody rhodes picture will be in there all right um uh, cody rhodes won that makes it 3-0 cody rhodes wins 3-0 uh your new undisputed uh dusty rhodes pants champion is cody rhodes the the, the american nightmare the american nightmare it's cool that he's back you know it's cool um, uh, quick intermission, quick intermission, you guys, uh, uh, this just in breaking news. Not really. Cause you probably already know this. Uh, we have a world champion in AEW. No more, uh, CM Punk, 
uh, broke his foot or something along those lines when he was hopping in the ring because he's just like trying to show off. CM Punk, do you know how old you are? Just, just stay on the ground. Like, stop hopping. Do you see how many times he botched Hangman's move on on the pay-per-view, Double or Nothing? He hella did. He botched that move like three times. Like, don't do things that you're shitty at, dude. Like, you did MMA. You know not to do things you're shitty at anymore, don't you? Um, he did this other thing where he jumped in the ring and he slipped, and I think that's how he hurt his foot. I don't know. I'm just guessing. So CM Punk has a career-ending injury, uh, but he'll be back in six months. So I guess CM Punk and Cody Rhodes uh, and maybe Brandy and maybe AJ are going to be taking a long vacation together, you guys. Six months. They're both gone for six months. They both have to have surgery at the same time. Why is WWE copying AEW so hard? You know, like uh, the whole Wardlow and uh, what was his name? Uh, Madcap Moss, right? I said that earlier. And now CM Punk has to go have surgery. Now Cody has to go have surgery. Like, why are they just, like, copying? Like, they're riding the jock so hard. Uh, WWE, calm down, bro. Calm down. So this Wednesday on Dynamite, uh, which is, like, tomorrow or today or yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this, There's, I might as well not even talk about this that much, but there's going to be a Battle royal. And then, uh, from what I believe, because I read differently online, and I think online is incorrect, but I could be incorrect. So what I think is going to happen is there's going to be a battle royal to kick off uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. And then um, in the main event, the winner of the battle royal is going to face John Moxley in the main event of that night's Dynamite. You know what would be super cool is if Brian Danielson won the battle royal and then we had Brian Danielson versus John Moxley again. I think that'd be super cool. Um, so then the winner of the battle royal would face John Moxley the same night this Wednesday on, on Dynamite. That's what I think is going to happen. And the winner is going to face one of those two guys that are going to fight in New Japan at the Forbidden Door, okay? But what I read online recently was that, uh, which I think is incorrect, is that uh, the winner of the Battle Royal is going to face John Moxley at the pay-per-view at, at Forbidden Door. I don't think that's the case. I think they're going to face each other now, and then the winner of that one is going to face at Forbidden Door uh, against the New Japan representative which would probably be Tanahashi. Was it Tanahashi? That's who it was, right? Who came out and challenged Punk to a match. And then Punk... Uh, Punk knew damn well... I just yelled. Punk, do, Punk knew damn well that his foot was broken when he when he said, hey, Forbidden Door, come on, you're show your face, you little bitch. I knew. I knew Punk knew. I know Punk knew. He knew he wasn't going to have that match. That's why he was talking all big and tough. So he's going to leave... He's going to go cry in his oatmeal for six months, just like Cody Rhodes. And then when he comes back, he's going to still be champion, apparently. He's still going to be champion because Tony Khan believes in me. That's what I needed to hear. And fucking... Then he's going to face whoever the AEW interim champion is at the time in a title unification match. We're having a unification match, a second unification match, because we already had a TNT unification match. We're having a second title unification match for a company that's been around for three years maybe four i don't know i don't know okay uh i'm gonna make this quick how long have i been talking how long have i been talking uh, i don't know too long i'm gonna make this quick you guys but i do want to do a, a recap of raw because i did watch raw tonight the raw following uh hell in a cell i'm gonna try to do it with no notes should i do it with no notes i don't know Wikipedia doesn't do Raw all cute and pretty like it does the pay-per-views. You know what I mean? So, Raw kicked off with Cody Rhodes. (coughs) (coughs) Raw kicked off with Cody Rhodes. You know, there's more than one dynasty in a wrestling family and whatever, you know. Um, He comes out and he's like, oh, I got my butt kicked last night. Oh, I, I won, but oh, I'm so beat up and oh I need to have surgery and money in the bank is coming up and then burn it down I don't even know did his music even play I don't know and then Seth Seth freaking Rollins which I also hate that name why are you gonna call him Seth freaking Rollins like like calling yourself like unofficially Seth freaking Rollins is cool but having the company like officially name you Seth freaking Rollins is freaking stupid 
Um, so Seth freaking Rollins comes out, and he's like, you know what, Cody? You know what? You've earned my respect, and I don't like you, but I respect you, and Dusty Rhodes would be so proud of you right now if, if he could see you. You know, um, I, you can't, when, when, when we've had our first match, you came out here, and you wanted to shake my hand, and I want to do the same. And, like, they shook hands, and then Seth, like, gave him a hug and then he whispered something to him i don't know like i think he like handed him his hotel room key or something he's like hey becky won't be there you know come over i don't know maybe that's what happened um so seth like whispered something to to cody and then they had this emotional moment it was such a cody is the emotional moment wrestler like like you know the dusty roads right like Put your hand on the screen, baby. I'm touching you right now. I'm touching your hand on my hand on the screen. Right? Like, Dusty always, like, had this way to connect with the audience. And I feel like Cody learned from Dusty. Because, like, every time Cody's in the ring, he's, like, crying. He's, like, so overcome with emotions. Like, every single time. It's like, I just took a shit. This is the greatest shit of my life. Dusty Rose would have been so proud of me for taking this shit. You know, like, like we understand, Cody. We know. We know that your character is that you miss your dad. We know that. But, like, I don't know. You know, like, he's just, he's just overacting and over being emotional. And, like, every time he cuts a promo, he's like, I mean, he's only been around for a couple of months. So he'll probably grow out of it. But I just feel like every single promo has to be so, so heartfelt and so, like, a tear, a single tear came down his cheek every time, every time. Like the first time, it was cute, right? Like I'm back and I can't believe I haven't been here for six years, and a little tear comes down my cheek. Like it's cute, but like you've been back for three months, bro. You've been crying on fucking one tear every fucking Monday. Like we saw that shit already. Do something else. Cry two tears. I don't know. Um, Cody, Cody Rhodes back. And so then Seth is like, you're the man, Cody. And then Cody was like getting ready to leave and he was like celebrating and then he goes up to the ramp and then what happens? Seth freaking Rollins comes out, runs up, hits him in the back of the head with a sledgehammer. And then Cody goes down like a ton of bricks and then Seth just kept like wailing on him and just beating him up and beating him up and beating him up. And like, he's already leaving Seth. We already know he's going to go have surgery. You know, like, what are you trying to do? Like, is this going to be a write-off storyline? Is this, like, is it all makeup? Is it all makeup on his arm? You know, like, we already know he's leaving, Seth. We already know. You can just tell him, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. So, Cody, uh, he'll probably come back in six months with with a tear in my eye. With a tear in my eye, I've come back. With a tear in my eye, I've come back. All right, well, that's fun. What else happened? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm reaching for my phone. I'm like, what was the next scene on Raw? What was the next scene on Raw? Uh, Raw, 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 Raw. What else happened on Monday Night Raw? Um, I mean, I guess I'll skip ahead. Should I just skip ahead? Uh, Judgment Day announced the newest member, and there's a lot of speculation it was going to be Bray Wyatt, which, like, if Bray Wyatt comes back, he should not be, like, the... The a member of a group, you know, he shouldn't come back to be the member of a group. Like if Bray Wyatt comes back, like maybe he'll come back to join another group. Maybe he'll come back and join like Cyber Sunday or Taboo Tuesday or, you know, like uh, Saturday Night's Main Event. Maybe he'll be in a group called WWE Rebellion. You know, I don't know, but like if Bray Wyatt's gonna join a group that he should probably beat up the leader and take over control of the group, you know. Because, like, I just don't see him being, like, anybody's lackey. So, Finn, so, so, the group comes out, Judgment Day comes out, former WWE pay-per-view, now group. Uh, they come out to the ring, and they're like, the newest member is Judgment Day! And then, like, Finn Balor comes out, right? And then it's like, What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Like, is he going to be like, I came out here to spit in your face because you're a piece of poo, right? Like, what's he going to do? What's he coming out here for? What's going to happen? And then he, like, shakes Edge's hand. And then I'm like, oh, what? 
for real. But then it's like Balor hasn't really been a heel, right? If you think about it, I mean, I could be mistaken, but I don't think Finn Balor has been a heel since he's been in WWE since like 2013. I could be mistaken. I could be mistaken, but I don't. I mean, you know, so he had that little that little run in NXT where he was a little bit um, of an asshole, right? But that's that was just that was nothing. That was he was just being a little bitch. He was like just grumpy, you know. He just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe he didn't sleep good in Florida, you know. Yeah, he just he was just being a little grumpy, just like a little sensitive Susan, you know, like. Don't even take that as a heel run. This is his first heel run that's going to be good, and it's going to be crazy. It's going to be epic. So he gives his little speech about how, like, he knows it's not time. It's a calling. It's a calling. You know, he has to stop fighting this because it's part of him, and it's what he needs to be and what needs to happen. And then Damian Priest, who I fucking hate, took the microphone, and he was like, you know what, Edge, in the short time we've been together... We've learned so much, and you've taught us that we need to get rid of things that hold us back. And we're ready to soar and fly. But there's one thing that we need to get rid of that's holding us back. It's you, motherfucker! And they beat the fuck out of Edge. Like, like they beat the fuck out of him. They, they, they razored Edge up through a table. They uh, did a crippler crossface with a piece of a chair. Um... They did a concerto, a one-man... There was three motherfuckers, and they, they, they did a one-man concerto. Let me repeat that. There's three motherfuckers, and they did a one-man concerto. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, either. So, that happened. And it's like, this whole Edge thing, it's like... Edge just started, like, going into... Edge was, like, the leader of darkness. Like, he was, like, the guy that was leading these guys to this darkness. And, like, all of a sudden, he's just gone now and Finn's a new leader. Like, Finn doesn't know where Edge was doing, where Edge was getting his darkness from, what the higher power was. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. It feels kind of watered down and dumb now. And not that I liked it that much before, but I liked it better than what it is. I guess we'll see because, like, I wasn't expecting this and, like, it just took a huge left turn. And what's Edge going to do now? Is Edge going to be a babyface again? Edge just turned heel right before WrestleMania. That was, like, three months ago, you know? Like, Edge is turning heel, like, more times than the big show. And so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Edge just turned heel. And it's like, is AJ going to, like, respect him again? Is AJ going to welcome him back? Is AJ be like, well, I guess we're friends now. I guess we're friends now. Behold, behold. Like, you know, like, oh, golly gee, I guess we're friends now. Like, then no, they hate each other. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Kevin Owens. Oh, Elias came out. And Elias, Elias, I mean, I'm sorry. Ezekiel came out. And challenged Kevin Owens to a rematch. And then uh, Kevin Owens said, only if you admit you're Elias. And then he said he was Elias. And then Kevin Owens started like celebrating like a fucking kid on a playground. I did it. I did it. I told you. I knew it. I'm a genius. You're stupid. I'm stupid. You're stupid. Like, dude, like how old the fuck are you? You know? And so... uh, He's like, oh, Kev, I have the match, right? And Kev's like, yeah, of course. You just submitted your Elias. And he's like, well, guess what? I lied, motherfucker. And then Kevin was like, you fucking liar. And he's like, yeah, bitch, I lied. How does it feel? And then Kevin Owens is like, I don't know. I've never lied before. And then Ezekiel's like, you fucking liar. And then they just fucking went to commercial. So I don't know. I kind of made some of that up. But that's, that's like the gist of it. That's like the gist of it. Um, the main event, we saw a fatal four-way women's match. Uh, it was Drop. It was Alexa Bliss. It was Liv Morgan. It was Rhea Ripley for the women's title number one contendership. You know? Oh, 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 oh. I almost forgot about the, the match that may have title implementation. Implement, what's the word I'm looking for? Implications? The match that may have title implications. A contenders match. Now, tell me this. 
is so the point in wrestling, the entire point, the whole thing, right, is to be the champion. Yes? Am I right? Like, that's the whole point, to be the champion. Yes? Yes? Okay, now, there's different championships, right? There's the world championship, there's the U.S. championship, there's tag team championships, there's women's championships, there's different There's different championship, you know, whatever, there's categories, you know? And every single match is a championship contender match because at some point, if you're beating somebody, you're moving up in some kind of rankings, you know? And so they're like, this next match is a championship contender match. And I'm like, what the fuck? Every match is a championship contender match if you're trying to wrestle for the belt. You know what I'm saying? So that happened. And uh, it was the Street Profits against the Usos. Now, the whole thing was was the Usos are the champions, the right? They're the double champions, just like Roman, double champion. And it was like if the Street Profits can win, then they're gonna get a title match. Why can't they say that? Why can't they have to say it's a ma- it's a championship contender match? Why can't they just say if the Street Profits win, then they get a title match? Why can't they do that or just have a match? And they go, oh well, Street Profits won. Street Profits won. They should get a title match. Like why can't they just do that? Why do they have to over-explain everything and make everything so fucking complicated, you know? So the Street Profits beat the Usos by count-out because they're all fighting on the outside and they got to 9 or 19, however the fuck high they count, and then the other Street Profit dude jumped in the ring and then the referee counted to 10 or 20, whatever he was trying to get to, and then they ring the bell and the Street Profits win, and now the Street Profits are the number one contenders for the World Tag Team titles, which, whatever, fine, who cares, you know, big deal. But so the main event of Raw, uh, we get to it was a fatal four way match. Uh, it's Becky Lynch, it's Liv Morgan, it's Rhea Ripley, it's Dewdrop. And why is Dewdrop wearing uh, Nia Jax's old um, ring attire? You know, like she looks like she's wearing like Nia Jax's old stuff. And then uh, it's funny because like they're like, oh yeah, Dewdrop's never had the title. I think she's the hungriest one in there. I think Dewdrop's the hungriest one in this match. And I'm like, oh, you guys, don't fat shame Dewdrop. Um, so it was a, it was a decent match, I guess. Uh, Rhea Ripley just basically whooped everybody's ass. And then the whole time she was like making eye contact with Bianca Belair cause she was sitting on the outside. And so like Rhea Ripley's just like whipping this girl's ass. And then she looks at Bianca Belair and then she whips the girl's ass. Then she looks at Bianca Belair and then eventually she won. And then, uh, it was this whole stare down thing. And that ended raw. It was kind of, kind of lackluster, you know, Raw's three hours. It's a long time. I don't watch raw normally. Uh, live, you know, like that. I prefer to watch it after the fact with no commercials, because it's long enough as it is without with, with without commercials. Um, but yeah, that that ended raw. Um, it was kind of lackluster. It's like the end of this podcast, you know. Raw just got, eh, and that was just the end of it. Um, so Bianca Belair is gonna fight uh, Rhea Ripley at. Money in the Bank. Oh, and this this whole thing happened with the, the Miz. The Miz came out, and then Riddle. Again, why the fuck do you call him Riddle? Like, that's stupid. Like, unless he has a green fucking sports coat with question marks on it, and he dyes his hair orange. Like, why the fuck do you go, Just call him Matt Riddle, please. Like, don't call him Riddle. It's the same thing with Austin Theory. Don't call him Theory. That just sounds weird. Um, so anyways, Riddle comes out. Oh, and then Ciampa. Oh, no, is it Ciampa? Is it Tommaso? Which name did he drop? I don't even know if he dropped Tommaso or if he dropped Ciampa. I know he has one name now. So we'll say uh, Tommaso or Ciampa uh, came out and attacked Riddle and then uh, Miz agreed to a match with him. And there was some talk about the Miz's balls that Maurice uh, wanted to bring up, I guess, somehow. So that was that was fun. And uh, so we're going to the Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's the next pay-per-view. Uh, not much to announce for it, just that women's match. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. And um, I think... I think that's all that's been announced. We're probably going to have Edge versus Finn in some sort of match. But then it's like, what does Edge do from here, right? Because like I said, he just turned heel three months ago. He can't go back to babyface. And then if AJ Styles does accept him back, like that's a bitch move. Like he's been being an asshole to AJ for like months now. And he's been making AJ's life hell. So it's like, even if he does turn babyface, he's kind of like off on an island of his own because he's already kind of... It's so fresh, you know, it's so fresh, the heel things he was doing. Like, it's just so weird that, that this whole thing happened, that they kicked him out of his group already. You know, this thing just kicked off at WrestleMania, and here we are. That was April, here we are in June. Like, 
three months like come on like stick with something a little bit you know i'm just starting to like these guys kind of a little bit almost sort of uh, but yeah so that's about it um aw uh they got the title stuff coming up there's a battle royal on wednesday i'm super excited to hear here to talk about that and to see that and uh that's about it so go ahead and follow social media uh, at the podcast uh, at the podcast at pwn podcast on twitter at hypothetical comedy uh, on all the brands for hypothetical comedy and at uh funky san medina and all the social media platforms for funky san medina that's me you guys i'm your host i'm getting super tired and let's get the hell out of here um so uh pro wrestling nation uh, we come at you every week hopefully on hypotheticalcomedy.com on reddragonsradio.com and uh, anywhere you find your podcast so go download subscribe rate review what do they say do they sell stuff hit that like button everybody leave comments um mash that like button and uh hit that little bell so when i go live you guys will get a yeah that's not a podcast thing that's a youtube thing all right well hey uh thank you for listening and for funky san medina uh uh my name is funky san medina thank you very much <laughs>